It's time for the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast, a place for all the real Raider Lady fans to support, encourage, and share in a fun fan community. Here's your hosts, Steph McKenzie and Rachel Nunez. Hello, everyone. Welcome. We are back again. You can't get away from us. It nope. is the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast. And you know what that's all about? The evolution of being a woman in sports world as a fan. What do you think, Rach? Good? Oh, it's great. I'm your host, Steph McKenzie, along with my other fabulous host, Rachel Nunez. Hola, amigos. I love it. See? Bringing it all around. So we have lots of things that we always like to jump into and things that go on in the sports world, of course, specifically when it happens with our LV Raiders. And Rachel brings in some baseball stuff. And and we are blessed to be able to just randomly run into people and have amazing guests on the show from time to time. And we're jumping into that this time around. Full disclosure, I am a season ticket holder for our Las Vegas Raiders at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, And People around us, I know this is weird for some to think about, but it does happen. There are other season ticket holders that actually sit in their seats the whole season, Rachel. Pretty amazing. Isn't that amazing? Pretty amazing. Be- and we're not just friends because of your season ticket holders. You you know that. We've been friends for years and years before <laughs> I even did that. I know. Or are you just saying that now that you're my only friend because of that now? Uh, well, like I said. Let's just- <laughs> oh, my God. This bitch over here. I swear <laughs> to God. Okay. So we've been blessed. And Rach, you did too uh, at one of the games you came with us. Yes. um, To be introduced to some amazing other people here. Um, And there are people that come from all over, but the people that we've been around actually live in Las Vegas. They're season ticket holders. And, you know, I'm shy, so we got to know a lot about them. Right, right. (laughs) Every game. And one of the beautiful, beautiful women that we had to have on the the show, and I was so excited for you to get to know her even more, is Amy Villarreal. Villarreal. <laughs> that's my my white coming out in me, I swear to God. <laughs> that's okay, Steph. That's why I have you here know, to help me. I know, Give me some color. The rainbow of love. We are we are the rainbow of uh, friendship. <laughs> I am you. your rainbow. Thank you. I am your rainbow. Thank you. Well, Amy, hi. hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Now, Amy is a spitfire, Rach, just so you know. This I girl. couldn't tell that from the minute Woo. I met her. <laughs> no, I'm trying to make sure I watch my words today. Uh, we can swear it's a podcast. If it comes okay. out, it's okay. So, Amy, first and foremost, you are a season ticket holder for the Las Vegas Raiders. Have you been a season ticket holder from the beginning before the stadium even got up and get going? No, we became season ticket holders once we were available. Tickets became available, but we knew once the Raiders were coming, that was our goal. We wanted to be a season ticket holder. We wanted to support the Raiders. We wanted to support. Uh, we wanted to support our brand new team that was coming to town. We thought it was really important. Me being born and raised in Las Vegas, um, I've been always been about the sports, the sports world in Las Vegas. Well, that was going to be my next question. So sports is, did you play sports growing up? I did. I played sports my whole life. My mother was a professional dancer. My sister was a dancer. I went the other way. I was in sports. First sport I ever learned how to play was golf. Wow. I and love golf. I am a golfer. I love golfing. But I've been an avid sports watcher my entire life. I probably watched my first game, listened to my first game out of the womb. <laughs> I lo- See, this is perfect for what we are all about, what it is to be a woman sports fan. And 
that's why, like, talking to you and getting to know you a little bit that I have, I was like, we really want to get to know you today. So that's really, really cool. And you're a native Las Vegas. I am native Las Vegas, born and raised. That's awesome. Well, and, and being a sports fan out of the womb, I can relate to that because the minute my mom shot me out, I was listening to Vin Scully. <gasps> he is oh. the first person that would soothe me to sleep. You just gave me goosebumps. I know. My I know, darling. Favorite, my favorite summer memories are driving in the car with my dad listening to Dodgers game and yeah. Ben Scully. Yeah. There's no better memory. Uh, exactly. So, so that is, you know, you can, you know, those memories, I mean, even though you as a baby didn't know you were having those memories. You know, my mom or my grandma would, would put Vin Scully calling the game next to my crib or my bed and I would be soothed to sleep. Best so, really? Oh, best yeah. voice That's on so the radio. Cool. Did you not know that? Best voice on the radio. Yeah. The, the most amazing voice. And we were so lucky to have him in Southern California, you know, once he moved, you know, from New York uh, mm -hmm. to here. Uh, my grandma was a Dodger fan since the inception of the L.A. Dodgers. So, um, you know, and she was also an Angel fan. But Rachel's family's like, screw Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> They're like, baby, put this crane baby to sleep. Um, well, so, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, in our it. house, it was Vince Scully or Frank Sinatra, one of the two. But I was going to sleep with one of them. Not terrible. So. Not, not terrible. terrible. Not yeah, terrible. That's not terrible at, at all. So what brought your family to Las Vegas? Like I said, uh, my mom was a professional dancer. She was a dancer in New York. My father's family was from New York. And my mom came to Las Vegas on an invitation to dance at the Sands Hotel with the Rat Pack. And who invited her? A man by the name of Frank Sinatra. <laughs> oh my God! Is that um, the coolest story? Like really? Like my um, and they would call my and like I said, my dad at the time was a bartender, and they would call my parents the hoofer and the the plank walker and the hoofer. <laughs> and uh, is that good? Well, because be, at the during those times behind the bars there were wooden planks that the bartenders walked on, so they could clean the back of the bars out at the end of the night. So it was the hoofer and the plank walker were my parents. Oh, known all around town. That's Joe and, <laughs> Joe and Dusty. Wow. Oh, wow. And how long did your mom dance for? My mom danced until she was, until uh, right around I was born. So I was 1963. And You're then, seasoned as well. It's okay. That's the word so we much. use here. Seasoned. seasoned. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she was an amazing, she was an original showgirl of Las Vegas. That is crazy. And you've also shared that you actually got to hang out with Frank and Dean. Your went buds. to well, my mom just it was, it was there was, in during the time during the time in that in Las Vegas, you went to school with entertainers' kids, so I went to school with all different entertainers' children. It was not it was just a normal life for us. We didn't know any different. Where you would go to Frank Sinatra's house for a party. How is that or, even real? Right? Or you would go to Dean Martin's Dean Martin's daughter's pool parties um you just your parents just knew these people and it was just what you did las vegas was a very small town and everybody knew each other and like i said we all went to catholic school so everybody everybody knew everybody it was not uncommon un it wasn't uncommon that is crazy. So so a lot of Las Vegas history for you. And then, of course, you're going to support the team. But let's back up a little bit. Are you Vegas Golden Knights season ticket holders? I am not a Vegas Golden Knight ticket holder. Um, I love the Knights. Hockey's not one of my primary sports. But, of course, since the night came to town, I learned a lot about hockey. Um, I think they're fantastic. I've gone to games. 
would love to become a season ticket holder. <laughs> just putting it out there, right? Just putting it out there. But um, we were always Rebel season basketball ticket holders uh, back in the heyday when the Rebels were off the charts. Tarkanian and the boys. Oh, I came here. I went to UCSB. And UCSB and Vegas had a, a rivalry. So oh, yeah. Tarkanian would come to uh, UCSB's Thunderdome. That was our, you know, basketball, you know, home. And then we would come to the Shark Tank. And my girlfriend, my roommate, um, my two roommates and my girlfriend, um, she dated a UCSB basketball player who was the, sorry, Rob, the worst <laughs> Wow. Worst free throw shooter. We used to call him Shaquille O'Neal. I was going to say worse than He Shaq. was terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Ooh, the sports-minded chicks right and here. So I love this. We, we did a just drive in, drive out. It was one of the funnest games. And then to claim to fame, you guys were number one. And UCSB beat you at the Thunderdome when we threw tortillas out onto the court. I so remember that. So that yeah, was that's what that I was rude. at. That's that me was a as a gaucho. <laughs> um, but this is this is sports. Like I have these vivid memories of just of even college games where it's like I was sitting in the stands when we beat UNLV and they were number one. And I like get chills still thinking about it. We were good then, we're, you know. Oh, it, UNLV games. When nationally televised, nationally, it's like Larry Johnson, Larry Johnson. Um, oh my gosh, the names, yeah, no, like, yeah, it's like it's crazy. We and then you followed those teams, you followed those players, yeah, throughout their careers, yeah, and it was incredible. And I remember my daughter had just been born, and just and teaching her who these players were and how they originated in UNL at UNLV. And how we graduated, we're UNLV alumni, and my children are UNLV alumni. And watching, bringing them up in the world of sports, of UNLV sports. And we did oh, the Stars games. I mean, we were always involved in Las Vegas sports. But nothing was more exciting than UNLV running Rebels during the time. I love it. So you would say that you are a pretty big sports fan. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Do you have one that is favored by you and your husband more than another? Uh, a sports or? Yeah, like golf or basketball or football or you know you're like hockey. We already got that. That's not your favorite thing, but. Um, I'm literally an all around sports enthusiast. It Whatever the season is, I'm in it. If it's football, I'm in it. If it's college, I'm right now and I'm starting to get into college basketball season. I love college basketball. I love getting into the March March Madness. Madness. Yeah. Um, I'll get into the NBA. I watched games last night. Whatever is on, I'm on it. I'm in it. I'm watching it. Golf, I love it. Tennis. We just got into the World Cup, watching the World Cup. It It's, yeah. She's in it to win it. So I'm this it. is the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast. I'm Steph McKenzie. Rachel Nunez. And, of course, we are talking all things sports when it comes through the eyes of a woman. Boom, right? Boom. I love it. All right. And our guest today is Amy Villarreal. 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 We're saying it. And we've got more to talk about. She has got great history here in Las Vegas. And, of course, now we're going to find out when we come back a little bit about your passion for the Raiders. If it is there or just being a season ticket holder. Hang tight. Cool? Yep. Let's keep it all on one track. Okay, and anything? Mm, no, I like the flow. I, I like what we're talking about. Isn't her history bomb? The Frank Sinatra story is great. Yeah. 
Oh my God. That is great. It's pretty cool. That is yeah, super cool. Yeah, it's, it's, I did not grow up in a traditional yeah. Las Vegas, yeah, <laughs> traditional no, Las that's... Vegas way. Okay, um, so being a sports fan, um, because, and then tell us a little bit about what your dad being a bookie, okay? Can you or no? Dad. Yeah, no, they're dead. Oh, um, dad. He's dead. Were you, were you always a Raider fan? Or you just became a Raider fan when they moved that. here? No, okay, as a matter of fact, um, because my sister, my older sister. I have to pee. I'll be right back. Sorry, guys. Was, Go for it. Uh, I can stop and insert record, right? Yep. Yeah, or you can just leave it. It's fine. I know, but it's, and the bull riders and everybody were like, no. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like, what are you talking about? All right. Because everybody, there's no place like Las Vegas. Right, right. All right, you ready? Okay. We'll talk yeah. about her dad? Yeah. Okay. And then third segment we'll do, or I guess if we get into the end of it and then we'll break, come yeah. back to you on the pickup of being a Raider fan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ready? Let's go. This is the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast. I'm Steph McKenzie. Rachel Nunez here. Welcome back. Before we went to break, of course, we have a beautiful guest in studio. A lot of Vegas history. A seasoned Las Vegas Raider ticket holder with her husband. And just so many great stories that we're finding out. I, I mean, love it. Oh, I my gosh. It. You might have to go back and re-listen to this podcast for real. Absolutely. Right? All right. Speaking of real, Amy Villarreal. Am I saying that right? Villarreal. Villarreal. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's Rachel. You, I, you got me, right? I want Rachel I to follow me around and say my name. No, right? <laughs> or I can just record it for you and then just go, Villarreal. Do your voice. Villarreal. That's it. I know. <laughs> All right. So we have got a lot of history. Your family has been here since the 40s. You are a Las Vegas Raiders season ticket holder. Um, but Let's talk about you being a sports fan from the beginning. You and Rachel coming out of the womb being sports fans. And why? What what got you into being a sports fan? Again, I can um my dad was a huge sports fan. He was a bart he was Joe the bartender, but he also had a little side gig going on. My dad was a bookie. Uh, wow. wow. <laughs> and were you daddy's girl? I was daddy's girl. Mm. And I always wanted to be daddy's girl. I was the baby of the family. And when dad's days off, he was running errands, and I knew one of those errands was going to Leroy Sportsbook. Oh. Oh. <laughs> she says with a laugh. And I loved going to Leroy's because everybody went, all the guys in there were fantastic. It was always loud. Everybody was laughing, having a good time most of the time. And of course, there was always a little black crayons to mark your tickets. Yes. And I would go in there, and while Dad was doing whatever he was doing, I had the guys teaching me my arithmetic, how to add, how to subtract, <laughs> because we're out, what a better way to learn how to do arithmetic. This is how you batting. calculate the over. This is how you calculate the under. <laughs> so this are is you a, a gambler because of that? Do you gamble? I do not. Oh, wow. I do not. I will give my opinion. Every game, I will look at the spread. I will look at the over-under. I will always look, but I never bet. Why? Yeah. Um, there's a really dark side to it. No, agree. You agree. know, it's like some guys can do, can bet the $5 on this one and do a parlay and mm -hmm. are happy with that. I saw the darker side where they gamble and gamble to win, and unfortunately, compulsive gamblers don't win. Right. They play until they lose. And I watched too much of it, and 
Did it frighten you or were you just, um, I, I guess it did frighten you. It I mean, did frighten me because I saw some. I saw the destructiveness of it. Mm-hmm. I saw how it could make people, but it could also break break people and break families right. and relationships and friendships and I'll do all kinds of drastic. I'm the gambler that comes in and does my you know get my little betting sheet. I do my parlays and I have my little amount of money that I've budgeted. There you go. If and I have to go it. into my sock money, then I'm done. Like, I always have a 20 in my sock. And that was my rule. I will go and bet until I either have won and I can walk away. Or if I have to dip into my sock money, which is usually taxi cab and dinner or food, um, then I was done. So, you know, I did it as an entertainment. For right. me, it wasn't a compulsion, this I guess. This is fun is learning about, about Rachel on new levels. <laughs> not that it's not fun. Are you? <laughs> that I'm, I gamble writing too? Bu- I'm writing a book about I gamble Rachel. And I gamble and I have a 20 in my <laughs> sock. sock money. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know, and I'll have people, but I will have friends call me, and it is a very funny story. My husband's friend called me one time. He's a huge KC fan. Called me and boo. said, boo. And called my husband and said, hey, I want to make a bet. He goes, well, give Amy a call in Vegas and see what she'll do. He gives me a call. He wants to bet $100 on the on Kansas City. I'm like, okay, well, I need 150 He goes, well, what do you need 150 for? And I said, because you want to make a bet. You want to bet 100 Right. And I'm going to take 50 That's to guarantee my, my bet, to exactly. guarantee my my money, at least get half my money up front. Right. He didn't like that. He calls my husband. He goes, what the hell is going on? He goes, what do you expect? She's a bookie's daughter. What do you think she's going to do this out of the goodness of her heart? No. Oh, my God. Your dad channels through and it's like, you. Absolutely. It's like, oh, no, no, no. It's I've like, heard a lot of people do that, though, even if they didn't come from your world. Like if people call you up and say, hey, will you place a bet? Well, yeah, but you got to throw an extra 20 in. Exactly. This one, go big or go home, balls right. to the wall. Right. Well, I mean, you don't know. People get upset. The team loses. They get upset. Now they don't want to pay pay you they don't want to pay the money that you've just put down for them so you got to get something somewhere so right well and, and friends who i'm i come to vegas a lot obviously uh friends of mine during big games or whatever i i got hit up while i was coming this weekend um okay you got to put blah, blah 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 but friends of mine know that i do get a cot so if you win enough i am going to louis vuitton this is why <laughs> i am going to gucci this is why i'm broke you girls have it i just i'm like yeah sure i'll do it for you i'm the nice blonde over here <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, yeah. You it are assholes. It is a racket. for free. It is a racket. Nothing's for free. You guys are awful. I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and see, I'm not a good gambler because I only bet on the Raiders. Uh, that's it. That's all I ever put money on. I so I never. don't put money on it. See, and that's another thing. That's another I don't thing. bet my team. And that's another thing. You can't bet with your heart. I don't bet you my don't team. You don't bet with your heart. I'm not, you can't bet with your heart. in this world. No. <laughs> and that's why, you know what I gamble? I gamble Caveman Kino Plus because it reminds me of Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that is why I do Caveman Kino Plus. <laughs> that's oh, okay my gosh. That's so funny. That's All right. Okay. So you're not you're not the gambler. You're the bookie once in a while. I'll, come give, you out. My, I'll give you my opinions, but I'm not putting any money on anything i love that no. all right you get a little juice it's okay it's okay absolutely you get a so lot anyway, of juice somebody actually. wants to toss me a little bonus for some good advice i gave them great yeah but other than that no all oh right. my goodness okay so have you always been a raiders fan or just because they moved to vegas no um we've been raiders fan in my family because a good friend of ours david hum 
we've been friends with the Hum family for we years. Know yes, we know David Hum. <laughs> and um, David was a friend of our family for years. So we've been following, we followed David when he went to the Raiders. And so the Raiders have always had a little special place in our heart, in our family. And I thought the tribute last year was amazing. Yeah, that it was they really did for his whole family. It was really nice. And now the broadcast booth is the David Hum broadcast booth. You guys know that? No. Yeah. Mark Davis mm-hmm. named yeah. it the David Hum broadcast oh, booth where fantastic. all the TV and radio uh, broadcasts out of at Allegiant Stadium. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Really good stuff there. Well, that's cool. That's yeah. really neat. And what has been your most memorable experience thus far being at the stadium? Oh, I mean, besides wow. meeting Rachel and I. <laughs> right. I mean, meeting you, of course, was the most fantastic part of it. Um, I got to say, because our tickets, we're on the visitor side. So getting to know people from other towns are coming to watch, to root on their team, generally 95% of it has been fantastic, meeting other people, getting to know their opinions on their players and, and their teams. Um, that's been a, that's been a good time, but there've been some pretty brutal moments in our area with some fans. Yeah. But, and then having our little core of group of people that we sit with, I've never, I haven't missed a game. Um, I've not missed one home game. And so having our little core group there and seeing those familiar faces to me, that's everything that's there supporting our boys through thick and thin going through all the changes that we've gone through, but still maintaining our little group and still having a good time and realizing it's a sport. It's not life and death. So let's talk about some of the brutal things. I mean, not maybe so much in depth, but do you think that that has contributed to the uniqueness of Allegiant Stadium being in Las Vegas and the season ticket holders selling their tickets? I think it's a double-edged sword. I think that, of course, we want we want the we want the acknowledgement of the stadium. We want people to come out and to fill the seats. We need that for Las Vegas. That's fantastic. But when you walk into the stadium, especially for the 49er game, and you see a sea of red, that pissed me off. Did because, you agree with Mark Davis when he went after the fans, or did you kind of take offense to that? Um, I've been wrestling with that. I really have been wrestling with that situation because I get it. People are frustrated with how the, what was happening with the team this year. I realize how much people are paying for their tickets and they had an opportunity to really make a buck on that game. But I feel that if we had more Raider fans in the stadium, that team, that game could have gone a different way. Here's my interjection on that. Um, I have followed the Raiders in all of their incarnations. I have, gone to Oakland to see them at the Coliseum. I was in L.A. to see them. Been there, too. At the Coliseum. Um, And then our home away from home, which was in San Diego. So Charger fans would sell their season tickets um, to all the away, but it would be a sea of Raiders at at Charger games back at, you know, um, back in the day. And if your team's doing really good, you're not selling your tickets. I agree. So I don't see any different colors. Well, the, the only the only exception to that rule is Green Bay. So it doesn't matter how terrible Green Bay is doing. There's always Green Bay fans there because it's it's owned. It's well, publicly it's owned, owned by them. Yeah. Um, and I've been and I've been in that situation with Steelers. Yeah. Um, I've been to Steeler games yeah. where both in Pittsburgh, 
It's Steelers Nation. Right. That's all there's to it. Doesn't matter what team comes in there. It's Steelers Nation. Doesn't matter how how good or bad the Steelers were at the time. It's right. Steelers Nation. I've been in San Diego where San Diego fans sold all their tickets, mm-hmm. walked into San Diego. It was like, oh, my God, am I in Pittsburgh? Because yeah. there were so many Steelers yeah. fans in San Diego. Yeah, it 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 didn't happen in Oakland that much because it was always Raiders. Raiders. Right. Um, it was smaller, smaller stadium, older stadium, you know. But if your team is doing better, you're not selling your tickets. No, exactly. So it is like a double-edged sword. But, I mean, right. as all three of us sitting here being advocates, Las Vegas Raider fans and right. Raider fans, I mean, through and through going, I mean, this is really hard. This is really, really hard. And I wonder if it's a cloud over Vegas because of being a tourist city, if we'll ever really get that fan base, even if we're doing well. And I think that is the catch 22. We are a tourist base. And the thing is, is that people love coming to Vegas and people are, are parlaying that with, hey, our team's going to be playing the Raiders. Right. Let's go to Vegas for the weekend, and there you, you've got that whole little that whole little mix there. Oh my gosh, we have a big it's rabbit Disneyland. hole to go down. Disneyland. It, it is. is. Disneyland. It is. We have a big rabbit hole to go down. We're going to come back. We got to jump a little bit more into this. This is the real LV <laughs> Raider Ladies podcast. This is JT the Brick. So if you want more exclusive Raiders content, just go to Raiders.com, click on the podcast page, and see all the varying podcasts we have up there with legends, current players, the coach. It'll get you right up to speed with the Raider Nation. Welcome back to the Real LV Raider Ladies Podcast. I'm Steph McKenzie. Rachel Nunez here. And we are joined with Raider fan Amy. I'm just sticking with Amy now. Okay. Sorry, that's all Let's you get. Let's do it. You get a say. <laughs> Amy's in love with you. She <laughs> might follow you home. That's okay. <laughs> all right. And if you uh, are joining us coming back, we were talking about how fans are in situations and the season ticket holder selling tickets and the uniqueness of Allegiant Stadium. And of course... Um, being here it's location it's 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 disneyland like i just i know people get upset now i will say being at the 49er game this past season was a tough pill to swallow and then that was followed by the chiefs game so it was just two weekends of red and red and that it was a tough game but what i had asked amy was about what mark davis said he 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 didn't say it per se it came from his office of an alum that had leaked it and said that he's not happy with it. And then two seasons ago, it was the Bears game and there was another game and there were more of those fans and there were Raider fans. And he's wondering, A, where the Raider fans are and B, where the good Raider fans are, meaning not that you aren't a good fan no matter where you are, right, right. but why does there have to be violence or profanity, excessive amounts, I get it, when you get mad. Alcohol. Well, I mean, I know that, but still... It's it, it again, you should feel like you are going to uh, you're a guest in someone's home, even though it is, you know, Raider Stadium. You should not act like an idiot. Like, why? What what is what is that bringing to the game? What is that bringing to your seats? What kind of attention is are, are you bringing to yourself? And and why? And why are you just that person? I feel when, not a majority of people, but I feel that, like you said, also al- alcohol comes into the mix. When people come to Las Vegas, they 
think they're coming to Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> um, I mean, I've been on planes coming back home where the plane, you, the plane is rowdy. They're going to Vegas. It's Vegas. Okay, we have rules. We have laws. And right. those rules and laws apply not only in the casinos, not only in Allegiant Stadium, but on the streets, on the sidewalks. Even right. walking into the game sometimes, it can get a little hairy. Um, yeah, I think there's a mentality when pe- when visitors arrive here that they get to act a certain way because they're in Vegas. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And unfortunately, we stay here in Vegas. Right. And those fans that get a little out of hand at these games leave a little bit of a tarnish behind in the stadium right. and leave a little bit of a bad taste with us fans where that's our home. Yes. That's our home. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's not cool when you have a drunk fan yelling F the Raiders, F the stadium. It's like, Hey, yeah, this is our home. Have some respect. Well, and I've said this through and through at the end of the day, especially as I become more seasoned in my life, (laughs) that's the word I like to use. Um, it is a business at the end of the day. And I would say the difference between a man and a woman, especially in this podcast of what we try and highlight, I don't know about you guys, but I really go with my heart and my feelings first and foremost when it comes to the Raiders, right. especially. Absolutely. And um, I just that just hurts me when people want to act foolish because we, again, have to stay there. That's our home. And B, if you're going to be mad at your team or if you're an opposing team coming in and you want to yell at the Raiders, right, because we're specifically talking about Allegiant Stadium, why? It's just too hurtful. Well, then then here you go with, well, that's a typical Raider fan. Right. Or that's a oh, typical that so angry. whatever fan. And and you, you, there isn't a typical Raider fan. There, I could say that about the Cowboys. I There's could say that. There's a typical fan, right? If you're there? talking, If you're talking, you know, about a certain fan's actions, but you are going to blanket statement with, all of us Raider fans, we, we talked about that on a previous podcast. There's a, a typecasting that goes on with if you are a certain fan. And you don't want to, you know, continue to, um, you know, prove people right that you right. are this, this kind that's of fan. That's I think when you're saying you're going back and forth about what Mark Davis said, I think that's what pissed me off the most about it, too, because that's what it brought up. Right. You're a tip. Oh, here goes the typical Raider fans. This is your team, dude. Right. Yeah. Like support us. Yeah. It's like if we're passionate about it, I mean, I'm passionate. Yes. I'm passionate about this team. I didn't buy these tickets just because, oh, it's something to do on a Sunday. Right. I'm passionate about this team. I am watching these players. I am watching what is going on in who's being traded, who hasn't signed their contracts yet. I am watching an owner who I feel is not really given a whole lot right now to his players and to his fans. Mark Davis, I hope you're listening. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you on that because where are we, you know, we go into the next season, the next season, the next season. And, you know, of course, the rumblings coming off is that this quarterback or that quarterback. Really? Why can't we just get a team? And even deeper than that, I'd love to get your feelings because, Rach, I haven't even asked you. I think that that we did car dirty. I I've always loved car. 
I get it at the end of the day. It's business, and he's going to go somewhere. I will always love him, unless, my disclaimer, he goes to the Broncos or the Chargers or the Chiefs, <laughs> and I will hate him. God forbid. I will hate him. I will hate him. I'm sorry. I, I only use that word hate when I— Hate is a strong word. I know, and I only use that word on those teams. <laughs> In my life, that's right, it. Right. Um, but we, we never got to say goodbye to him. I feel it was so dirty and it was so wrong what happened. And I know there's a lot of car haters out there, but to really put what happened to this team and to lay it all on his shoulders, that's a bunch of crap. That's a bunch of crap. I mean, we had an he had an offensive line that couldn't. It couldn't hold a high school team right now. I mean, come on. We're going to lay blame? Let's start with his offensive line. Yeah. I mean, um, on one person. Well, and I'm going to be on this other side. Like, okay. I, you know I like Carr, and I've, I've, I've supported him the, the whole time. But I was in the—he has had nine years to show what he could do. I didn't feel that he was— the kind of leader that holds people accountable, like a Tom Brady. I agree. Like a, you know, like an Aaron Rodgers. Those guys held their players accountable. And whatever their accountability was at the end of the day, they turned it around for them. You, you, you're telling me that Tom Brady goes to the Buccaneers, who were a one in ten team, takes them and wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. They bought into it. They 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 believed in him. I felt and this is only my opinion everyone. This is my no, opinion. No, no. I felt that they couldn't buy into Carr. They couldn't believe in him. But the way they didn't let us as the fans do what? Say goodbye to him and just make him leave the whole everything is that I, right I, or wrong? I get I get the distraction part of it. You know? I right. get that part. Let's have something for Carr. After the season, because when you're in the season, there's not not a whole lot you can do. You can't have, you know, a a going away party for somebody in when there's still two games in the season. You still have to play them. I I think he bowed out more gracefully than the Raiders kind of, you know, presented. I don't like you. I don't like the way you're putting this. (laughs) I don't like you anymore. Because it's (laughs) it's making you think. It's real. It's making you think, like and, you. and that's how I feel. I, I, I just... Amy, do you like her? I don't like her right now. <laughs> <laughs> I give her a lot of credit for what she's saying. I really do, because I think there were so many distractions. There were so many distractions. Right. I mean, going back to last season right. with the whole Gruden situation. Right. And, and so many different, and you know, else. rugs, everything else. And then we had Rich who came up, who totally was an amazing I know. interim coach. Right. Oh, my God. Why didn't we keep him? It's like... I, I, you didn't that, like him? Oh, no, I loved him. Oh, I loved him, too. I Del mean, Rio and oh, yes. Emmerich both had winning seasons, right. and they were treated very poorly. But that's what I'm saying. At what point, as Raider fans, do we get stability for more than We have the wrong games. people making decisions. When you've got a, a fourth-round, last-pick quarterback taking the Niners to the second round of the playoffs. Hello, Purdy. Stop. Right. I am pissed because I love, it see, makes us look like Dumb. we don't know what the hell we're doing in any of our drafts, in any of our player trades. I am over it. I, I'm over I'm it because right I see you. what's happening around the league. And you mean to tell me our people didn't see Purdy? 
Mm-hmm. Good point. Our I people know. didn't see. Um, we, my friend Michelle, like to call him Big Sexy from the Bills. Oh, oh. I know. That's um, my alma mater. So. You know, I love him. Um, Josh Allen Mr. is Big Allen. Sexy. Yeah. We didn't see him in any combines or anything like that. We had Carr. We put all our eggs in his basket. They cracked. 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 And I and I do agree. I, if you look at Carr's stats, and I just saw this before I got in, he's Amazing. got him. He's got the yeah. stats. But and I absolutely agree, a hundred percent with what you said. There's no leadership. No, he's a nice guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's a good quarterback. Right. But he does not have that leadership, follow me, I know the way, I can get this job done. It's not, or if it is there, I didn't see it. Nobody and a bought lot of other what fans he was selling. didn't see it. And I feel like nobody bought what he was selling for whatever reason. He is a great guy, but we needed to win games. And when it came down to it, we weren't firing in all cylinders. His job is to get us to fire on all cylinders. I'm sorry. I just, it was fun to watch a, a quarterback scramble outside the pocket, wasn't oh my it, God. Amy? When that yeah. was, we were like, what? We were on well, our feet going, oh my God. Long. So on that point, yes. I mean, all of it together makes us fans. And that's why we have this podcast. And that's why we loved having you in here today. Yes. Because, man, yes. you got us going. You got me fired up. <laughs> you it's did, like, girl. It's like I got I this passion. It. I got we, this passion. For we sp- definitely are going to have you back because we have a lot more seasons and a lot more friendship and a lot, lot of road ahead of us. So. Exactly. Sweet. We got to get Rachel out to more games. Yes, definitely. Yes. And, and you know what? I, I am sad. We are going into, you know, a, a new era without without Derek Carr and thank you Derek for thank you Derek the nine years and there are we're out here that we appreciate it and you will hear hopefully from others uh, you know at some point that we appreciate what you did but I appreciated I appreciated his his candor and his honesty when things were hitting the fan saying you know what I it's it's on my shoulders right he didn't pass the buck he took the blame and said all I can do is try better next time. Right. And yeah, Rach, can you start doing that for this show? <laughs> this, this person here. I love I'm already, it. I am already at level red right now. I know. Come on. <laughs> well, this has been the real LV Ladies Raiders podcast. And man, uh, how much fun are we having doing this? Oh, so much time. fun. I love it. Love Did it. Did you have fun, Amy? I had a great time. I loved it. I had a great we time. had this so much awesome. fun. All right. So don't forget to email us, you guys. It's lvraiderladies at gmail.com. And of course, Twitter. We love you to shout us out on Twitter. LV Raiders Ladies. I always check Twitter and maybe I'll even answer you back. Woo! In my sexy texting voice. In her sexy and texting <laughs> voice and her jersey, because remember, she's jersey through and through. I am jersey girl. Like her Bo Jackson love. I am, oh God, Bo. Bo. <laughs> I love it. Well, this has been the Real LV Ladies Raiders podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, we take you through the evolution of the sports fan through the eyes of a woman. Boom, the real ladies right here. Woo. Boom, baby. Have a great day. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. Raiders.